Thanks for the opportunity to give in to me once again. Uh, and Greg Mabak, whom I've known since 2008, and has been a close friend of mine. And also a vote of thanks to all the brethren who are supposed the children in Uganda. And today, as I was given some five minutes, we had some other people picking up some few children to sponsor them, which was very good for us. And uh, please feel free, after the, the service, you can see Greg, we have some photos around there. And he, you can ask him, how, what, how do you do it? What is the method? He'll be able to, to share with you. Uh, I just want to encourage somebody's life, somebody's life this evening. And uh, this is what the Lord just put on my heart that come with some encouragement to somebody's life. You know, in this world we are living, we go through things, ups and downs, trials of different types. What I may be facing may not be what you are facing. The challenges I may be going through may not be the same challenges you are going through. So each one has got his own challenges he faces. And uh, in the book of Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12, Proverbs chapter 14 verse 12 says, there is a way that seems right to a man. I want just to pause it there first of all. There is a way that seems right to a man. Each one of us, just as we are seated here, even those who are not here, there is a way that seems right to you. But then when you continue the second part of it, the Bible says, but its end is the way of death. In other words, the way that seems right to man may sometimes not be in the line with what God wants it to happen to a man's life. That's why it concludes by saying its end is death. I, I happen to, be, to have been brought up under Anglican Church. We were very good religious people, though the religious people these days, they call them Christians. But we are good Christians, religious people. And uh, there are ways that I used to live in, in this world. And to me, I thought they were really pleasing to me. And yet I didn't know that the ways that I was leading was not the ways that the Lord wants me to live. I was addicted to many things. I was addicted to smoking. I was addicted to alcohol. And yet, still committed to church. I was a minister in, in music. But still, I was addicted to those things. They seemed to be good to me. In my sight, they seemed to be right. And I didn't know that in the sight of God, they are not good. So I kept leading like that, moving on that type of life, ministering and, you know, 
the reverend, of course, sometimes when he could come to speak to us every Sunday, he could not touch that part of life to my life concerning some of us. So, in all, I thought I was living in a right way in, in this world. But one thing that helped my life is that, especially some of you have ever had my testimony. When I was taken to heaven and I met the Lord Jesus, and the Lord spoke to me, and he healed me, and he showed me two ways, two roads, path. One was small, and one was big. And he told me that the small path is the one that takes people to eternal life. And the big one is the one that takes people to destruction. And when I read this scripture, it reminds me what the Lord spoke to me. That sometimes a way that seems right before man is a wide road that leads somebody to destruction life. And when he spoke to me like that, and when I came to realize that truly I've been a minister in the church, I've been committed in my own way, addicted to smoking, addicted to alcohol, then I realized this is not the way that God wants me to live. And what I had to do, I made about turn and accepted the Lord Jesus as my only savior. People in the world, in the world, they're having many things that are pleasing them. Look at what is happening to North Korea. People are trying to formulate things that are pleasing to them. But what is the end part of it? That's what is very important for us as God's students to know. As we serve God, as we get committed to him, as we love him, are we really having the fear of the Lord in our lives? That is what is very important. And when the Bible says this way seems pleasing to man, and in the end, part of it, it causes death. It may not be physical death, as people assume, but it may cause also spiritual death. Whereby someone has struggled in life, someone had, had thought maybe he has been faithful to God, and yet in the end, the Lord says, I never knew you. I just felt like encouraging somebody's heart this evening. But there is need for us to realize what way pleases the Lord. And once we realize the way that pleases the Lord, that's the way we should follow. The things that may be, we may be addicted to maybe seem to be pleasing, as the Bible says, but then they're not the things that are taking us to the kingdom of God. It, not, it, may, not by, it may not be by your own strength to leave them. It will, may not be by your own power to stop them, but the grace of God is sufficient. When God met me and spoke to me and he saved my life, I didn't know how I stopped smoking. I didn't know how I stopped 
being involved in alcohol, but the power of God just touched my life. And I felt I no longer need to continue with these things. We come for fellowship, but as we go, each one faces his own enemy in a different way. The enemy looks at any part that he may think, he may see that once he goes through this area, he may be able to conquer your life. Just as I say that the trials or the hardships you may be going through may be different from another person. But then, if it happens so, how are you going to overcome that? And that's the time we need to call upon the name of the Lord. We are living in a generation that is full of wickedness. We are living in a time that is having terrible things. In Africa, where I come from, by the time we were growing up, as we were children, we were not used to money. But these days, especially people who have come to Africa, you find even younger children, they're asking money, I want money. I want you to help me with money. The generation is, 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 is a bit, you know, funny. But that's now whereby we need to allow God to take over. I believe the Lord is on our side. And in the book of John, chapter 14, John chapter 14 and verse 6. John chapter 14, verse 6. The Bible says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We come to realize now the only way which will lead us into everlasting life is Jesus Christ. Thomas had asked the Lord that because Jesus had told them that he was going away and was going to prepare for, him the, for, the, them the, for us the place and where he's going, he will also come for us. And Thomas had moved with Jesus for a long time and he doubted. He said, but I don't know, we don't, I don't know the way. Master, where are you going? Just as, as it may happen to some of us, that we have moved with Jesus, we have lived with Jesus, but then we have never got the divine intervention, divine visitation of God. And sometimes when we come through circumstances, through hardships, we fail to know where our answer comes from. So Jesus told the disciples that I am the way, the truth, and a life. This is an answer to all of us. There is no way we can live the things that pleases our lives except us allowing the way who is Jesus to come in our life. And he alone is the one who can wipe away everything that seems to be pleasing us and yet is taking that destruction. He is the only one who has the answer. I encourage somebody's heart that every time you go through some trials, even if you do not know how to pray, even if you do not know how to call upon the name of the Lord, just call upon the name of Jesus. I remember when 
I went through hardship. The only weapon I could use is the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. And that saved my life. That protected me. People have many things they are going through. We have now what is, our government here is, we hear what is coming up. To other people who are supporting what is coming up concerning the gay, it is pleasing unto them. But what is the end part of it? Does it please God? No, it doesn't. But if only people would be God-fearing, if only people would allow Jesus to be the Lord of their lives, I think all people would vote and say no. And as a church, as you get time to pray, this should be the cry of our hearts and our prayers that God save our nation. The same thing happened to our country. They came up, American poured in a lot of money, and they said, we must pass a bill concerning the gay. The members of parliament, they said, no, we are not going to pass that bill. They tried to force us, but thank God that our president is a Christian. And he had to endorse on the law saying no gay in, this, in our country. In fact, Christian says, told the Americans that to hell with your money. But we are not going to allow something that is abominable in our country. One way a country can fail or fall down is when things that are not pleasing God begin coming in. And now this is a trying moment for us as Christians. And it's only the church that has got an answer. The worldly people don't have an answer because their ways are pleasing unto them. They don't understand them spiritually. So we have to step up and stand and confront the enemy and call upon the name of the Lord and God will answer us. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. Victory belongs unto us. Child of God, victory belongs unto you. No matter what you have faced in life, there is still hope for you. There is still something that God has put ahead of you. And this is my encouragement to somebody this evening. That we need to raise up and pray. And trust God for victory. And the name of the Lord will be glorified. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Perez. Can we have the uh, music team back up, please? That would be great. Thank you for that word. And I do pray that we've been touched by that. Or, and as he passed